Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 154th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here today. If you have not already taken advantage of the free one-week membership at PokerCoaching.com, definitely go check it out. We go through hands like this, like we do here at Weekly Poker Hand, except for it's in a quiz feature. So you actually have to say what you would do before I say what I would do, and then I'd let you know what I think about all the possible options. So for example, here, we're going to get a hand under the gun. We'll, we'll make an impromptu quiz out of this. We have pot, or we have king queen. So the first question would be: Should we fold? Should we call? Should we raise to four hundred or should we raise to seven hundred? And in this spot, I think we have a pretty easy standard raise to about four hundred. You could also fold if your table was very very tough, but it's got to be particularly tough. This is again from the same twenty five hundred dollar tournament that we just beat Alan Kessler in, in the previous episode of Weekly Poker Hand. So. The tight aggressive player calls in second position. Loose aggressive player calls in third position. And then a, another loose aggressive player, I have him tagged as laggy, makes it 2,000 out of our roughly 32,000 effective stack. So if we were over at pokercoaching.com, we'd have a question. Should we fold? Should we call? Should we re-raise to 5,200? Or should we re-raise to 7,200? And in this spot, I think we actually have two good options and they are to fold or to re-raise to 5200 so i know that that may sound a little optimistic but whenever you face the three bet from the small blind unless that player is very very loose calling is not such a great option because you're going to be dominated by the loose aggressive players pre-flop raise also notice if the tight aggressive player who called behind has a hand like ace queen or maybe even ace king if I 4-bet, he's at least going to consider folding, which is great. Um, also, King-Queen's a very good blocker hand. If I make it 5,200 and the loose aggressive player then makes it 12,000, I can just fold no problem, assuming that he must have a strong hand. Um, so I'm either going to fold or re-raise the 5,200 here almost every time. Hopefully I pick one of those options. It wouldn't be much of a hand if I just folded, so I bet I'm going to re-raise. This time I do 5,100. And somehow... Everyone calls. Flop comes king, jack, jack. And the small blind checks. So whenever both the uh, the first callers call the raise, and the three bet and the four bet, <laughs> I don't know what's happening with their ranges at this point. You would have to assume they must be very strong. But at the same time, people do stick around with hands like pocket sixes and 10-9 suited for no good reason, not getting the proper odds. Um, I'm mainly concerned about the tight aggressive player in second position. Notice he only has about 12,000 chips remaining. If he is slow playing a hand like aces or kings, well, clearly we're just dead, right? And I do think aces are a reasonably likely hand. So what are we doing here? I think on king, jack, jack, I'm actually just planning to check fold. And I know that may seem a little bit crazy to check fold king, queen on king, jack, jack, but... If you think about the ranges we're against, they're likely either very garbage here with a hand like 10-9 suited, or they're going to be very strong with a hand like jack-10 suited or pocket aces, right? Um, So I think this is just going to be a check fold. I know that's not really what we're trying to have happen, but when this very bizarre preflop action goes down, you should have a warning bells going off in your head. So I'm probably just going to check fold this. Alternatively, we could bet small. I think either of those are good options. 
guess we broke away from the poker coaching <laughs> format. All right, so turn to seven of clubs. Let's get back to the pokercoaching.com format. All right, pot's 21,000. Should we check? Should we bet 3,500? Should we bet 8,000? Or should we bet... Let's just go all in. <laughs> should we go all in? And here, I think if we are going to bet, we need to bet small. And I do think betting small is starting to gain some merit. So if we bet big, while we do protect against various draws that just came in, given the turns of seven of clubs, putting up a backdoor flush draw, whenever we're against a jack, we're just out, right? Or we, we, we lose a big pot. So betting big is not attractive at all. So checking, is checking attractive? Well, if we can put in a little bit of money and get our opponents to fold out hands that have some equity, like let's just say 10-9 offsuit. You know, maybe people make a big fold for with ten for with ten nine offsuit for thirty five hundred, even though they do have the marginal draws. I think that that would be fine. We also don't mind making hands like Ace Queen fold because even though that hand is drawing relatively thin versus us, he's not. They're not going to put any more money unless they improve to beat us. Same thing for Ace Ten, uh, Queen Ten's probably not going to fold, but it may fold for a small bet. So a small bet does have some merit. Also, we could bet small and get called by a hand like Pocket Queens or Pocket Tens or. 8-7 suited. So I think a small bet has a lot of merit here. We could also just check. I don't think checking's bad. The problem with checking is you let people see a free card with hands that probably have about 5 or 10% equity each. So I think I'd like a small bet here. Whatever you do in this spot, don't bet big. You'll see a lot of amateur players just go all in here thinking, well, they all check the flop, so I must have the best hand. And yeah, you have the best hand when they all fold, but when they call, you're just out of the tournament. So I like a small bet. If I do bet small and get raised, I'm just going to fold. All right, so I bet small and tight aggressive player calls, leaving himself with 9,000 behind. Again, warning bells should be going off. River is, doesn't really matter what the river is. We're checking. Um, river's a four of diamonds. If the river was a king, I would go all in. But any other river, I'm just checking. Because now, I think I may just again be in check fold mode, as silly as that sounds. You have to assume that most players, if they're in the spot with a hand like pocket tens or eight, seven suited, that they're not going to bet the river. They're probably just going to check behind, hoping to win. If he has a busted draw, maybe he'll shove. But again, there really shouldn't be that many draws available. And also, would a tight, aggressive player actually shove on the river with a, with a busted draw? And, you know, they, they should, but I don't know if they would. So I would certainly make a game-time decision here when I check. If he shoves and I get the vibe that he's bluffing, I may make the hero call. If I get the vibe that he just has a good hand and was slow playing me to death, well, then I'm certainly going to fold. So interesting spot. But this is, again, a situation where you'll see a lot of amateur players bet the river. Because, again, you know, no one's shown aggression. Therefore, we likely have the best hand. But the thing is, if I bet the river and get called, I mean, what could he even possibly have that could call first off, right? He's not going to call with 8-7. He probably doesn't have king-10 in his range. If he has pocket queens, well, that's, again, unlikely because I have a queen in my hand. He's probably going to fold. So he's really only going to call me here with ace-king, king-queen, a jack, and that's about it. And clearly I lose that whole range. And whenever you lose to your opponent's entire calling range, we have a very easy check. Um, there may be some, like, really bad players who will have hands like king-nine offsuit in their range and hands like pocket seven sixes in their range, and they'll call a shove. But you have to know your opponent's particularly special to ever justify shoving in this scenario. So I check, and he checks behind. So when he checks behind, I expect to win sometimes. I think he could certainly check back ace-king here. He may even check back aces here. But this time, he apparently just had nothing. So 
I don't really know what to make of this. This is a bizarre hand. Um, certainly not normal. And this would be a fun hand for PokerCoaching.com. Maybe I'll put it up there at some point. Uh, but like I said, you can get a completely free one-week trial. We have over 100 quizzes there that you can go through and play. So, I mean, if you like Weekly Poker Hand, you will love that. Also, we have in-depth homework questions each month where I'll ask a pretty detailed question and I'll ask the uh, subscribers to go through and answer the question. Then I go through in a live webinar and I answer or reply to everyone's answer to make sure that everyone's on the right page. And I give, of course, my answer to the question. And we try to help the players develop a fundamentally sound thought process so that then they can get out of line and exploit the mistakes of their opponents. While at the same time playing well versus the strong players, which basically makes you just a good poker player. My goal is to make my students good at poker. And we do that over at pokercoaching.com. So thank you very much for being here today. I appreciate it. Good luck in your games. And I will talk to you next time.